Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And I said, I want to win the league, but I want to win it better. You can understand that, can't you? Yes. Good lad. So he's almost like having a second captain in the team. <laughs> second captain, first captain, whatever. Bill Clinton, Spike Lee, Queen Latifah, Tiger Woods, Hugh Jackman, Vera Wang, Mike Tyson. The list of celebrities who descended on Flushing Meadows in New York to cheer on Serena Williams in her final US Open was long and A-listy. But now that Serena has finally bowed out, this impressive sprinkling of stardust may be about to have an unintended consequence on the men's side of the draw. Is Nick Kyrgios about to win his first ever Grand Slam, fueled by the power of celebrity? Hi, Murph. Hey, Owen, how's it going? What, what on earth are you talking about? This theory you've constructed. Hi, Ken. Hi, how are you? Welcome to Shopping. I want to go all the way, declared Kyrgios after knocking defending champion and world number one Daniel Medvedev out of the tournament last night in a thrilling match. I hadn't won a match on Ash before this week, as in the Arthur Ash board. Mm-hmm. Now I've won two against two quality opponents. I feel like I've been able to showcase. And I, I've checked that quote in a few places, and it yeah. all, I keep saying I feel like I've been able to showcase full stop. Oh, okay, to, yeah. right, yeah. I've yeah. just been able to showcase. It's using it as oh, a verb. It's a verb, yeah, to yeah. showcase. To showcase. There's a lot You're of... showcasing right now, can I say, on by yeah, the well, way, with this intro. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to showcase my Showcasing theory. the shit out this of it. This is the quote. There's a lot of celebrities here, a lot of important people here watching. I want to get on that court and show them I'm able to put my head down and play and win these big matches. Yeah. So, you so how likely does Nick Kyrgios think that, you know, Vera Wang has seen, you know, her first US Open tennis match or something? She's like... Well, that's, it, this is only the first week. How much better is the second week going to be? It's, it's, it's just a leftover stardust from the Serena yeah. celebrity I mean, circus. Obviously, I respect the fact that uh, having not yet won a Grand Slam, the presence of Mike Tyson is what's going to you know, inspire. I mean, this is, this is really how all sports stories begin. You know, the, like, like kids growing up, Believing that maybe one day Mike Tyson will attend his first ever All Ireland hurling final, and you'll hit the winning point in that All Ireland hurling final, <laughs> just to impress well, some, Mike Tyson. Well, Murph, you're thinking like a normal sports person. This is Nick Kyrgios we're talking about here. I mean, True. if he thought I mean, the guy should have won a number of majors or at least one or two before mm. now, hasn't got over the line. So maybe this is maybe showing off to celebrities is exactly the motivation he needs. Who, who else is on the list there? Vera Wang, Mike Tyson. I had to stop, but Bill who is someone. Vera Wang? 
designer, fashion designer. Ah, okay, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, and there were, just it's a name that I recognise. Well, Anna Wintour from Vogue okay. as well. I mean, there's there was a there's a bunch of them. I, well, as we said last week, they were running out of celebrities for they to, were to cheer farewell to Serena. So it's lucky she did eventually go out in the third round. I mean, the Pope was going to be at the final, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go all Francis Murphy on it, but that was the name that popped into my head. You know, for like the ultimate celebrity. The win, Kyrgios' win against Medvedev was relatively shy on controversy by Kyrgios' standards. Mm. Although he did manage to lose a point in the second set in a really weird circumstance. When Medvedev mishit a shot, hit off the frame of his racket, goes yep. right up in the air. And rather than simply letting it drop to the ground, Kyrgios runs around to Medvedev's side of the net. We can hear a little bit of this to volley it away. But it's right a kind of not out of plane while it's in the air. So what... Are you allowed to do So that? the commentators the sound yeah. confused, as it's we can hear. The, the rules are pretty clear, though. Since Kyrgios ran around the other side of the net to whack the ball away, he lost the point, <laughs> which he could have won just literally by standing there on his side of the net and allowing it to bounce down. It's going to be everywhere in Sports Centre, so I'm going to look like an idiot, but that's all right, said Kyrgios, who apparently is playing at Djokovic Nadal levels, according to his beaten opponent. That's what Medvedev said. And seeing as Djokovic... He would say that, though, wouldn't he? Well, Djokovic isn't there to actually stop him as he was at Wimbledon, so... Uh, we mm. might have to reckon with the Kyrgios major here. Yeah. I mean, are, are they not like loads of rounds still to go? That's That was a third round. Yeah, he's into the quarters. So. That was the fourth round. So he's still got three games to go. Yeah. But I mean, he's we knocked out a bit Medvedev, ahead of the champ. No Djokovic, no Federer. Not really. Feels like he's kind of on a roll. Djokovic, Djokovic is there. Well, Nadal, yeah. I mean, that's that, that's going to be the one. But mm. wouldn't be amazed to see Nikiros beat uh, Rafa Nadal, who... Admittedly, isn't losing many tennis matches that he actually plays mm, these days. There is, when know, he's out there on the court, he generally wins. Yeah, you know, uh, Kyrgios' head wobble will arrive, mm. um, but maybe it, it it won't be fatal. I mean, that was a reasonably vital point as well that, that he lost against Medvedev just by being an idiot for three seconds. All, yeah, as you say, all you do is literally let the ball, let gravity do the work. <laughs> just let the ball fall on the ground and that was all he needed. Yeah, but you're looking... He's got an irrepressible enthusiasm for the great game of tennis. So Your look finally ran out with your Serena predictions. Well, listen on, even the greats. Even the greats make an odd mistake, you know, from, from time to time. I, I, I did add, there was a caveat that I, that I did add and right this is, at sorry, the end for, of the show. For, for non-members, Murph was correctly predicting last week that Serena would wipe the floor with the number two seed. The number two seed, yeah. And uh, boldly predicted that she would then waltz through the next round. My only concern was that Tom Janovic was just enough of a no mark to be beaten by Serena. I did say that just right at the very end of the show on Friday. I don't think you're if she'd been around. a little better, yeah. then Serena obviously would still be in the US Open no today. Mark. However, she was just sufficiently terrible to allow Serena to be beaten by her. So, yeah. listen on, what can I say? I met a... I fucked up, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I never actually asked you for your prediction for the big Shane Walsh, Kim Crokes debut against your own Temple Oak Sing Street in the championship. Yesterday, well, I'm glad you didn't put me on the spot. Probably there. just as well. Poor old Singer took an awful pacing from Crokes with very little contribution from Shane Walsh. Yeah, so he actually only came on with, I think, 14 minutes to go uh, and Crokes were already 20 points up, I think, at that stage. Um, you were there. Uh, I was there. Uh, and, you know, it is kind of a... It, it's kind of an odd thing to be a, a member of a GA club that appears on TG Car because I think a lot of people are just like, oh, well, this is the club in its entirety. This is how good or how bad they are based on this one game that they play 
um, <laughs> live on national television. And concede and, three goals and 25 points. Yeah, and, you know, I should say that uh, uh, Temple Oak Sing Street had not lost a game in the championship up until now. They'd drawn their first two games. Uh, so... It's 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 not like TV. it's not like Temple Oak Sing Street are like the yeah they were not on television. You're absolutely right. Um, so they're, they're not the whipping boys of Dublin yes, football. Yes, exactly. That's what you're to tell us. Like that's the point you're trying to make. Like the, you know uh, they finished third in the group. Uh, you know uh, Ballymun aren't in the quarterfinals. Vincents are in the Senior B Championship. They're not even in the Senior A Championship. So I mean like, this is the standard of club and the standard of football that Crooks are blowing teams out of the water at which is kind of scary. You know what I mean? Like what Paul Manning was doing yesterday was ridiculous. Yeah. Literally ridiculous. Seven points in the first half. In the first half, none play. of them from within, you know, 60 yards. All of the ones <laughs> where for, yeah. the defender's done pretty much all he can and then just watches as a 50-yard point sales over. Well, I think as a defender against Paul Manning, you're hoping for help either from, uh, uh, from your teammates trying to defend the D or the sideline or the end line. But he's literally hitting points from 50 or 55 uh, metres out. And there's not a lot you can do when a guy is that accurate from that distance out. Because, you know, the idea is that you protect the D, the scoring zone. But if the scoring zone is, you know, 55 yards out from goal, I mean, it's, it, it, the game gets pretty complicated. Literally, as you're watching it going, how many players can kick these points? And you're thinking, Clifford from that distance is pretty good. Sean O'Shea is pretty good. Uh, Shane Welsh. And the other guy, the other name that springs immediately to mind is on the Kilmacud Crooks bench at the moment, uh, which is, you know, it is a, it is a pretty terrifying prospect. And uh, Walsh didn't obviously have to do a lot. His team were racing ahead. There were a few little, uh, little cameos uh, of his quality. Um, but... I mean, I mean, like looking at the Dublin Championship now as a whole, Nafina are a pretty decent team, uh, but like the team, the recent winners that aren't uh, that aren't like Jude's were knocked out on on Saturday evening as well. Stephen Early's Jude's, um, so there's other than Bally Bowden, there's no one else there with any sort of real pedigree, and we, then you're looking like nationally at teams that can handle Crooks. And you know, we only got it like like Mannion has been in America for all summer. It's not even that like it's not even like he's super sharp or anything. Walsh will be integrated into the team by the time the All Ireland Club Championship comes around. I mean, you're looking at county teams that can't handle this Crooks team. If, if I were to ask uh, GA fans now where Kilmacook Crooks would finish in Division Four of the National Football League next year with Paul Mannion and Shane Walsh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a pretty they would do pretty well in Division Three, I would say. So you're still not disgusted by the transfer. Or no. are you now having seen what it's going to mean once no. you actually start? No, no. Well, I mean, like, certain, like they will run amok for sure. But I mean, that's a different question. Yeah. <laughs> that is a very different question. And and then you, the, there is an argument about like you're looking at that. You're saying, God, Crooks are absolutely unbelievable. My God, like how how good are they? And then you realise they have no member of the Dublin Senior Football Panel mm. in their panel. I must <laughs> say, I do find when you're watching Mannion do that, I, there is a part of me that's like, oh, come on, Paul. <laughs> you know, you're come on. Oh, see, this gotta, you, 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 I, I'm the bigger man with Shane Walsh. I just and need, I say, you know, you go, you live your life. But McDevitt gets, if Fear Gale, old McDevitt gets up on his high horse. I need Paul, Paul Mannion to come back for one season just to steady the ship, 
just pick off another Ireland, just get things back on the way they're supposed keel. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Renewable <laughs> service and, resumed. You know, do whatever you need to do with Crocs. Yeah. Well, just, that's... Is that asking for too much? Good weekend for singer intermediates, Murph, your own side. Revenge has been gained on Clontarf, <laughs> who beat you in the junior final last year. Well, listen, it's just the group stage on. You know, no one's, One game no one's getting carried away. <laughs> no one's getting carried away. It's just a man who was pretty drunk on Saturday night. But. Simon's staying well away from the mic as a proud Clontarf man, of course. Mm-hmm. Simon described the team, the Clontarf team, as a team full of baristas and teachers. <laughs> he did recognise, when he came to see yeah. the county final last year, he did recognise a lot of from players. Local from school. The local uh, school. Local coffee shops. The local coffee shops. Sort of well, the baristas have been sent <laughs> back to <laughs> law school. Does that work? <laughs> quite work with the coffee gang. Uh, back to doing, uh, you know, uh, bears in Trinity with their tails between their legs. If they're anything like our lads. Bears. Yeah, all overeducated, extremely well-thought-out, well-spoken young men. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's a beautiful summer's day. The breeze is stupendous. 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 Would this podcast be even more stupendous without ads? Without ads? Ads. If so, then join us for daily commercial-free shows at secondcaptains.com for just five euro a month. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not bumping them up. I'm not Irish. I'm just saying my observations, they are amazing. Stupendous. A little bit more GA news for you. The Wicklow senior footballers have a new manager and it's a familiar voice to all second captain's listeners. Somebody give me a fucking break here with this. Well, you've got your break, Oshigan. <laughs> you've got your break into senior intercounty management. I'll be you're going in there at the cold face. Does it, do you like that, Ken? I liked it. You, you, you love Oshie McConville hotkeys. <laughs> i got to say that. Um, yeah, so we're, we're, you're, you were talking earlier on about whether or not what damage Crows could do in Division Four mm. of the of the league? Well, we're going to find out what sort what of management shops Oshie McConville can do. do. Is that where yeah. I was going to go with that as manager? There, it's I'm going to, on the face, but I'm going to say it's a tough gig, but mm. it's one that I'm excited to see how he does in, and we're going to be talking to yeah. him indeed yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah. And tomorrow. you know, it's uh, obviously from an unbelievably selfish perspective, as we were discussing when he was in in the running. Uh, on the Ray Dempsey ticket for the Mayo job. Unbelievably selfish point of view. We obviously want him to not be an intercounty manager or an intercounty coach. Um, well, we actually haven't had him on like as a pundit for a couple of years. We've only played those hotkeys. Yeah. The listeners yeah, yeah, yeah. are fooled <laughs> the thinking that Oshin's here. It's just, it's just constant hotkeys <laughs> and Paul Flynn reacting. Uh, so it's got to be more... No, normal service will be resumed. Yeah, yeah the Flynn-McConville uh, yeah. partnership will, is, remains unbroken. Yeah. Uh, so what do you make of it? But yeah, we'll I mean, more it's... Tomorrow, it's uh, it's it is a tough gig because Wicklow uh, were in Division Three last year. I mean, they were good enough to get promoted out of Division Four. 
um, uh, at the end of 2021. So there's footballers there for sure, but they had their fair share of losses in uh, Division 3 last year, went straight back down to Division 4. But this is the job. You know, I think from Ushin's point of view, and we're going to have him on uh, on the show this week uh, on the World Service, but I think there's there comes a time, it's similar to Kevin McStay, similar even to Colin O'Rourke, who's obviously um, uh, at a later stage in his life than Ushin is. Uh, when pundits have... Have have been trying to do both. The notion has been a manager within his keen. Colm Work has managed club teams and Meads for years. Where you just decide, rather than having a foot in both camps, okay, let's go for it. Let's actually just commit to this and see see how I am at it. Uh, and kind of that that willingness to 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 do the job and get stuck in. I think it's, you know, I, uh, I am a fan of Ushin yeah, yeah, as a human yeah. being and as a pundit. Yeah. And uh, I think it's, you know, it's it's a really brave decision. Um, I can't wait to see how he gets on with it. There's, It's a challenge, but of course, like all of these jobs are insane challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even just kind of trying to figure out just how many hours he's going to spend on this. Uh, it is insane. It's an absolutely insane thing to try and take on. But... At the same time, he's doing it because he wants to find out whether he can do the job or not. And I think that that's the best motivation in the world to to take something like this on. You know? We'll chat to him during the week. Secondcaptains.com, five euro a month plus VAT, obviously, to join the World Service. We're also hoping to chat to Kira McGeehan this week after her historic run in the Diamond League on Friday night. Kira McGeehan into the home straight. This is lights out stuff. Now Laura Muir is on the back of that as well. All moving wide, jostling for position. McGeehan, can she keep going? McGeehan says she's in the shape of her life. Hilo is finishing strongly. Laura Muir coming as well. Laura Muir threatening second place. Can McGeehan hold on? Yes, she can. 3.56.63, just outside the And the significance of that time is that it knocked more than two seconds off the previous national record held by one Sonia O'Sullivan. It was one of those days people often describe being in the zone. And for me today... That happened. It was. I felt like I was running on clouds. It was amazing. That's. It's <laughs> a nice quote from her. There was also some nice stuff from Sonia, who was there. To, so like, okay, so she's. This is on the back of winning silver at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, and also at last month's European Championships in Munich. She's now become the first Irish athlete to win a Diamond League race. As far as I'm aware, she finally beats the Olympic silver medalist Laura Muir, who she's been chasing hard all summer. She breaks Sonia's record, and she does it all with Sonia in attendance which is a pretty good night's yeah. work. There's a class photo of the two of them, which a lot of people have seen. We, we can tweet it anyway, but it's uh, it's the two of them standing there afterwards and both of them have to try cut all that kind of stuff. Sonia said, great to be in the stand to witness such a great race by Kira, who had a great season and was not afraid to lose tonight. I know the longer clip of the commentary, Murph, you, were, you noted that the there was a lot of focus on Laura Muir and what she wasn't doing. And as it finishes, the commentators are almost looking for a reason that Muir lost yeah. and that she was exhausted after the long season and so Pretty on. Pretty tiring finishing second to, be, to yeah. someone <laughs> time after time room. after time. I know. I can tell you that. I do. I think they were actually, I think they're fair enough. To, it's also, that's kind of a cool part of beating the favourite mm. and the sort of, you know, a golden athlete like that is that Sticking there is... to the begrudgers. Well... All the haters and losers out there who doubted her. Well, more like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to... Actually, I was going to bring up Michael Checker there. Probably bad timing considering New Zealand exacted something of a revenge just the yes. weekend just gone. But after the first test, I would put it to Checker that, oh, so they're giving you loads of, you know, loads of respect now that you've won 
uh, over there for the first time, like when Ireland, and he's like, well, they're mostly talking about themselves, you know, <laughs> which is a little bit of the Laura Muir vibe there. But when somebody is, is doing as well as she has done, there's obviously going to be a certain focus on why she hasn't, you know, won this particular race. But who cares mm. about Laura Muir from our point of view? It was all about, uh, all about Kieran McGee. Unbelievable run there. Like, what, really, one of the most interesting careers. And a in ridiculous Irish last lap years. as well. Yeah, and it's great that she's, she's, just went out there and form. bossed it. it was oh, yeah, brilliant. unbelievable. Yeah. Like we said, she, she didn't, she didn't, it was one of those ones similar to the Europeans. Like, okay, I could blow up here, mm. but I'm not going to win by hanging back. Yeah. So I'm going to go out and run the race that could win me yeah. the thing rather than and in a weird potentially kind of hang around and then you know, we'll, see, we'll kind of see what happens. Like, she's racing. She's not afraid of Laura Mirror. She's been closer a couple of times and she finally took her. What were you going to say? Yeah, no, and in a weird kind of way, there's the hedging of bets when there's a, a medal on the goal. It mm. makes a degree of sense, you know, and maybe the Diamond League is the one you go like all out for. Yeah. But that's how she raced all year. Yeah. And it's actually yeah. brilliant that she got the win. Uh, it wasn't a case of, okay, well, listen, this is the only chance I have. So I'm going to do it regardless and, you know, finish second again. Like she, the the bravery she showed all season, not just on Friday night, paid off on Friday night, which is kind of cool. Well, well done to Kira McGee. thanks for today, Kieran. Thank you, Owen. And thank you, Thanks, Ken. Ken. Thank you, Owen. And thank you, Kira. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to sign up to the World Service to hear all of our Champions League coverage. You'll also hear all episodes of the podcast ad-free if you become a member. The Second Captain's Podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. That's the second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. It is not war and death and famine, it's not that at all. It's the opposite of that, it's to persuade the world outside of that. That's why sports is important. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.